Hello to all our wedding planning couples. I'm Tara and welcome to the Complete Wedding Planning Podcast. I'm excited to share my creativity and 14 years experience as a professional wedding planner and decorator. And I'm Josh and we're so happy you're joining us for some solid down to earth wedding planning advice that I've accumulated over my 18 years in the industry. We believe that weddings are supposed to be fun and fulfilling, not full of stress and conflict. We are presented by Complete Weddings and Events, your leading provider of photo, video, DJ, photo booth, lighting and coordination services. Visit us at completewedo.com for more information. Planning a wedding has always been a mountain of a task. Now, the presence of COVID has made this mountain a bit higher. So today we're going to be diving into the effects that COVID has had on the timing of both the big day and the planning steps needed. So Tara, let's start by answering this question. In your experience, let's go back to 2019, late 2019. We're getting ready to roll into January, which is when wedding season really kind of starts getting into the booking portion of everything. Everybody's going to their wedding shows. They're looking to uh, book their dates out. At that period of time in late 2019, early 2020, what did the actual wedding season look like? When were you typically seeing weddings happening? Yeah, um, it's definitely been a trend that April and October are very popular wedding date or wedding months. And so when you look at that in the grand scheme of things, spring weddings and fall weddings have become more popular than our summer weddings. And so most people have been looking at, you know, kind of staying with that for late March, April, May, and kind of skipping over a lot of that June, July, and even most of August. And then you have your September and October uh, clients, and then it kind of starts to trickle down for the season uh, right after October. Yep, I would say that we saw a really similar thing up here. I, I remember being in Kansas 18 and a half years ago when I first started getting into this world and weddings happened during the summer. And I even remember being a kid growing up, weddings were in June, July and August. And you would have uh, couples that would kind of push to September and October and, and to uh, April a little bit. And a lot of time it was they were trying to get into a little bit more budget friendly type of non-wedding season, if you will. But I would say that that's effectively gone away for the timing that you were saying, the uh, Aprils and the, the Octobers and Septembers. Um, those have turned into really popular months. And I think a lot of it is just guys like me that got tired of sweating through toxes in <laughs> July in the middle of the Midwest. And it was it was pushing out. Um, but it's definitely switched to, I, I would say, in the Midwest, at the very least, that fall has become a preference Um I still think that June is a pretty busy month. May is is kind of avoided because a lot of people are ending school. And so it could be university or it could be trying to get as many um, friends and family there that might have kids that are getting out of school at the time being. But I, I would say that I definitely agree with that. And in your experience, are weddings primarily on the uh, Saturday timeframe with your occasional Sunday and Friday, which could be a uh, I don't want to be in the, the circus of everything or trying to save money. Is that what you're seeing as well? Yeah, definitely. Saturdays are still the prime day to get married. We are seeing some Fridays and Sundays more popular um, based on kind of venue availability, based on cheaper rates typically on those dates. Um, but actually this year we have seen, and even for 2022, we've been booking 
um, random Wednesday weddings or even Tuesday weddings and people that are just like, we don't care what day it is. We just want this date um, per se. Um, and then, and, or they want this venue and that's when they can do it. And so I think we have like an, an odd like five Wednesday weddings this year, um, which is typically not the norm, um, but I'm, I'm loving a free Saturday. Yeah, for sure. And I think we're kind of jumped right into the COVID effect. And I would say that I've seen the exact same thing. COVID has opened up the number of days that couples are really open to have a wedding. And in a lot of ways, if you want to be in that fall time frame, you're already kind of looking at your Sundays and your Fridays. And after we missed a good portion of last year and, and everybody was moving their weddings, those kind of filled up. So I'm seeing the same thing, but it's normally Thursdays that we'll get for the uh, dates that are incremental. And I just remember being in college, there was always a question, depending on what college town you were in, is uh, Thursday or Wednesday the midweek go out night? And that might be some of the difference that we're looking at here. <laughs> yes, yes. They also say, uh, I think, I can't remember if it's in Greek or where, but maybe it's Old English, but something about Wednesday is the luckiest day uh, to have your wedding on, supposedly, uh, according to the gods. Um, so there you go. Okay, so that's either Celtic, it's Greek, or it's Roman, and um, you know they were all three totally doing different things at that point. So anyway, um, let's get into some of the other effects that COVID has, has possibly had. Has that done anything to change the months and the period of time that weddings typically happen? Not only just the dates, but also just the period of time within the uh, the wedding season. What what does that look like? Yeah, so what we're really seeing that COVID is doing to a lot of people's plans is they are realizing that in, in the past, planning a wedding a year out was the norm. Even planning a wedding six months out was very doable. Um, what couples are finding is they can't do that. Um, unfortunately, we're seeing a lot of our fall 2022 dates already full. Um, we have several September and October dates that I think we may have one or two spots that we can take on um, some other clients. And so those booked up really fast. Um, you find, uh, and we found this with all of the 2020 postponements that a lot of our like summer weddings were, you know, kind of, although they were hesitant of what the fall looked like for COVID uh, 2020, they were still optimistic. And so they basically pushed their spring and fall, spring and summer weddings to the fall of 2020. And they were able to have a lot of those. You'll find that a lot of our 2020 fall brides actually wanted to keep fall as their season. And so they pushed their wedding to 2022. Well, now you have all of your new couples just getting engaged, you know, in uh, 20, late 2020 or, you know, early 21s who want fall dates and they're finding a lot of their vendors aren't available in 2022. And so they're pushing again, because they are really adamant on that season, they're pushing to all the way to 2023. Um, and so it's definitely that, that fall, if that is what you want, you are having to book almost a year and a half in advance right now um, in several markets um, that I, you know, obviously complete basically handles the entire United States. And so we all talk um, and several markets are the same way. Um, here in the Midwest, we're finding even some of those, you know, spring of 2022 are full um, because schools are back and wanting to do more events and stuff like that. Um, you're having company parties come back and maybe they couldn't host a holiday party. And so they're wanting to take some of those typical wedding, you know, weekends um, away, you know, and, and get some of those services because they can finally do some things. 
who obviously have, you know, COVID that's still impacting some of the world and still making it where people aren't able to have the full events that they want. And so you're getting those double weddings where they're doing a small intimate wedding one year and then hoping for, you know, a bigger reception next year. And so we're seeing some of those dual clients again. Um, but it's definitely, it's, it's pushing clients to think outside the box of Saturdays um, or Friday, Sundays, think outside of the box of your typical fall dates and look more into the summer. And so our summer of 2022 is booking up a lot faster than our summer dates have usually. Got it. So let's get a little more pointed on giving the uh, how long in advance you should be looking to, to book conversations. So traditionally speaking, let's go back to this late 2019, early 2020. You're standing at a wedding show in the the fall or not the fall the uh, winter kind of time frame so picture yourself january 2020 couples come up and say i'm targeting this for a wedding date how far in advance should i be booking vendors i mean obviously as vendors we're going to say oh i want to book you right now but <laughs> the realistic answer is um is, is what from your perspective yeah, back then was a year out. That was my advice to most people. Um, definitely, if they were dead set on a certain venue or a certain photographer, those are typically two of the most um, booked out uh, type of services. And so I would say, you know, if you know that that's what you want, book it now if they'll let you do a contract. But I remember sitting at a show, you know, back in the day and saying like, oh, you know, gosh, I talked to another bride that's two years away. Like, why is she planning already or three years away even? What, you know, and now I'm like, I, I hope to talk to those people now because I want to tell them like, it's not too soon. Do it now. Get those services that you really want now um, so you don't lose out on that. And so, so yeah, in the past, it was about a year out. Um, I would tell them, you know, potentially some of those low, lower key uh, vendors that take on multiple weddings in a weekend. And so like your florist, your cake, even sometimes some of the catering companies can take on multiple weddings. And so I would tell them like six to nine months out for some of those people. And now I'm saying book everybody a year out, um, if not even a year and a half. Yeah, I'd say roughly the same experience for me. And my, my line was always, you know, somewhere in the 10 to 12 months range is, is probably okay. And you'll be able to find somebody um, for, for everything you're trying to do, you'll be able to find a venue, but if you have a specific venue, go over a year, you know, definitely understand that a, a Saturday that's going to be popular, you, you need to be over a year. And I would even recommend even back then that if you were looking at the uh, fall kind of time frame up here, and unless you just really, truly did not care where your venue was going to be, who your caterer was going to be, who your vendors are going to be, or if you're doing everything in your backyard, um, you know, book those as early as, uh, you know, January 2020 for uh, fall 2021. Um, so, you know, anything in the, uh, in the 15 to 18 months is probably more of a recommendation. But I mean, I, I would tell couples right now, if you're looking at the uh, fall of 23, you're maybe even a little bit too late to do it, um, it especially if you want a Saturday. And if you truly have any care what the, the date is going to actually be. I mean, I remember 10, 10, 20. Um, the, the date before that, that I remember being uh, really crazy was eight, one, eight, one, eight. And it's like, you better be booking two years in advance. If you're, if you're looking to be really specific on anything, cause, um, you're not the only one with that idea. And, you know, I think that's, uh, what COVID's done more than anything is everybody has the same ideas and now there's just more of them in the same kind of, kind of space. So, yeah, highly recommend. Um, if you're looking at the uh, fall of 2022, best of luck. If you're looking at fall of 2023, I, I would start booking vendors right now. 
Yeah, yeah, I would agree. And I would I would say that same thing for spring of 2023. Again, those are, are seem to be a little more popular uh, for my particular town of Manhattan because our fall, sometimes people don't book until the football schedule comes out. And so that's where you find that our spring and sometimes even the summer dates book up a little bit faster locally here in just this city. Um, but all around, yeah, definitely um, 2023, it, it, it's 2022 is basically everybody who couldn't get into 21 because of their, with their postponement, plus all those newly engaged, plus those people that just wanted to take a little bit longer to see if COVID would, you know, hopefully die down. Um, and so I think 2022 and 2023 are going to be crazy wedding years, just like we're seeing 21 be. And I think that the market will definitely start to hopefully, again, depending on what COVID does, will start to kind of level out by 2024 and go back to maybe what we would consider like a normal wedding season. Um, but yeah, I think definitely the rest of this year and the next two years are uh, going to be a little crazy. Yeah, I would say I, I would say I agree with that. And and the other thing that I would just throw out is don't be afraid to look at those Fridays and those Sundays. You know, traditionally speaking, if you sit there and think, you know, I don't want to do that to my guests and I don't want to do that to my family and friends, and I'm afraid that people won't show up. The the first thing I would tell you is massive, massive props and kudos for thinking about what you're actually doing to your guests and your your friends and family by picking a date that may not be convenient for them, but you know, actually works for you. But I would say in this climate of, of where we're at, people are just kind of itching for that personal connection and to get back to weddings. And you know, I would say after the um, last year and a half that we've been part of that you're not gonna be looking at a, a ton of pushback for picking a Friday or a Sunday, so. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, any other uh, considerations that you would bring up to give couples to think about when they're planning a wedding during COVID? Yeah, obviously the timing is a big thing. Uh, the next thing is really your location. Um, you know, we, depending on where you are, um, COVID, you know, the, the second strand and all of that is definitely, you know, here in Manhattan has we've seen some impacts um, with some of our venues. And so depending on what your venue is, um, there are definitely some that are more stricter than others. Um, for example, you'll find that a lot of your city-owned, county-owned um, venues, um, such as we have a Discovery Center here, we have the zoo that are both city-owned. And so they have like mask mandates right now where we have to go back to them. Everybody wears a mask, um, try to do the social distancing. Um, we're not seeing as much, um, you know, things in place like, you know, permits and all of that stuff or limiting the number of people, but they're still trying to mitigate, obviously, that spread. And so, if you are going to choose one of those locations, know that again, unfortunately COVID is not gone. Um, and so if that is going to be a place that you want to host your wedding, you may need to have a backup plan. Um, there is also the consideration, you know, we have a lot of our venues that max out capacity all the time. And that unfortunately is, you know, providing to be, find that your guest count is actually, you know, not, the, I'm finding that a lot of the clients are not getting as many RSVPs back as they thought that they would, because there are still people that are skeptical on being in those larger groups. And so in order to have that big number of 
200 plus, 300 plus people, looking at venues that could actually hold 500 so that you can spread those people out and more people are a little more comfortable in being in those close contacts or choosing, you know, again, Kansas weather isn't always ideal, but choosing those outdoor locations where you can, again, be out in the fresh air and keep people spread out. And so people are getting a little more creative on those venues we saw a lot in 2020 where people were doing the backyard weddings people were doing in our and you know the country field because they just wanted to get married and they just you know they wanted that open space and figured that that would be safer and so um, there's definitely going to be those impacts throughout 21. Uh, obviously, we're all hoping that 2022 we're not talking about this as often, but you never know. Um, I do think our couples are, are getting away from, you know, obviously the, the hand sanitizer centerpieces, thankfully, um, but still having that, you know, available. Um, I'm doing a wedding coming up next weekend, you know, and, and, the, and the couple really does want everybody to be vaccinated. They want those that aren't vaccinated to wear a mask. They would love for everybody to get a negative COVID test before coming. Some of those restrictions you can't exactly, you know, you can't make, I mean, I guess you could if you really wanted to make it mandatory for your guests. Um, but that's that's a checking process that I don't know that any couple really wants to go through on their wedding day. You know, okay, you know, let me see your proof of vaccination. But do you know, you know, as a couple, if you want to be strict like that, just make it known that wedding website comes in handy, putting it on your invitations, letting friends and family know via email and whatnot. Um, but be prepared that that may mean that you don't have as many people there, which obviously helps with your budget. Um, but if you were really hoping for that large wedding, you know, we're seeing that that isn't happening everywhere. Yep. And regardless of COVID or not, you're always going to have to be taking your, your guest sensitivities and um, sensibilities and into account when you're putting plans together. And, you know, this is just no different. It's just uh, probably one of the, the bigger things to deal with from that standpoint that I can recall seeing and in, in my time doing this. Um, but, you know, if you, if you want to avoid COVID, pushing out as far as you can is probably the best suggestion that you can make. I mean, looking at summer of the uh, 2022, 2023 timeframe really might be the best option if you're just not wanting to do any of the stuff that you just mentioned, which, you know, completely understand, but there's also a level of just uh, certain things you're going to have to take into account um, if you're, if you're going to get the guest count that you want. So yeah. anything else and to I add? Would no, I would definitely, you know, just tell them to also, you know, think about it may not be that COVID is is big in their city or big in their state at the moment, you know, they're not having the the outbreaks or whatnot, but you're bringing, if you're bringing in other people from other states or other cities, like know what their COVID, um, you know, looks like and know what that might impact the other people in, in attendance. Um, there's also still a lot of travel restrictions for overseas. And so I've, I'm finding that I, I just had two weddings uh, reach out to me. I think it was last week, ironically, two in the same week reached out and told me that their, their best man, one was a best man, one was a maid of honor, and they were in the military and they weren't able to travel back for the wedding like they planned. And so they're, you know, making changes for the wedding party. And so know you know what those travel restrictions look like for your guests that are, are coming in from out of town or out of even the country um, and how that might impact things and then you know obviously as you're you're planning to potentially go other places um you know while you are planning a wedding you know keep yourself safe as well yep absolutely just uh err on the side of caution and uh 
err on the side to do it a little bit later. And, uh, you know, also the, the last thing I would throw out is don't have the bachelor and bachelorette party two weeks before, just in case, if you're planning on going somewhere. <laughs> yes. Yes. Give yourself time to uh, quarantine and get better. If anybody, you know, has those outbreaks and whatnot. And, Something and again, you know, we hate that it's, uh, it's 2021, you know, late 2021, even because who knows where the heck this year went and we're still, you know, talking about COVID. It, it was one of those things, you know, when it, reared its ugly head March of 20, we thought, you know, oh, it'll be over by summer. And, you know, here we are. Um, and so just just have a plan and have a backup plan um, and be courteous and, you know, hopefully open-minded that you may have to, if you truly want, you know, that, nope, we're getting married in 21. Maybe it, it is a little bit different um, than what you originally planned, but bottom line, you're getting married and hopefully living happily ever after. Got it. Got it. So yeah, best of luck, luck, uh, wedding planning through COVID. We're, we're all in this together and we're going to get through it. Absolutely. Always here to help complete can definitely offer tons of vendor referrals. If you come into, uh, the plan of you need a, a backup. So definitely keep us in mind and cheers till next time guys. Yep. Take care. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you got some helpful insight as you plan the big day. So until next time, I'm Tara with the Complete Wedding Planning Podcast. And I'm Josh. Please make sure to subscribe to our channel and rate and review us if you like what you hear. We are presented by Complete Weddings and Events, your leading provider of photo, video, DJ, photo booth, lighting, and coordination services. Visit completewedo.com for more info. Happy wedding planning!